0: This thing is taking, uh, how do you say, forever. You are weak. In Soviet Russia, we wait for everything, and it is just as long and fine times as spooky. No asked her, Frank. Yes, no one did this asking of the thing. I am just saying it builds character. But it, it is a little spooky. What should return to pass that time? We could practice the thing. No, I hate the thing. Oh, come on, this will be fun. I agree with this, Frenchman. It is not fun. We have nothing better to be doing, no? And we must be prepared for when moment comes, yes? Ugh, fine.
1: Victor, said a pun. Time, 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 pun. <laughs> Victor, Victor, said a pun.
0: What is this? Oh, Victor, you weren't supposed to see that. Uh, we know that this is very special. How do you say a day for you, Victor? And we wanted to do something to honor it. Are you ready? Uh, make sure you're watching. Okay, boys, here we go. A one, and a two, and a three. Steal, steal, steal the watch every single day. Victor, 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 that is Victor's way. Steal, steal, steal the watch, the every, single yellow, the watch Victor, every single, yellow, day. Watch, Victor, every single Victor, day. day. Victor, the watch. Victor, 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 that is Victor's Victor, Victor, way. Victor, 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 that is Victor's way. Were you watching? Did you like What it? did you think?
1: I think I should have left you in the time vortex longer. That way, maybe you would have come out with... Three brains instead of just one between you, but never mind that now. With me, boys, our time is at hand. Uh, what does this mean, Victor? It means tonight the watch
0: will finally be ours. <laughs> boys, I think Victor is needing victory song. Ready? A one, and a two, and a... oh! No.
1: <laughs> the Time Travelers Radio Show, presented by WPNR at Radio City in New York. After a valiant deed to change space-time for the greater good, five individuals, John, Alex, Jessica, Navy, and Arthur travel through space and time to steal the one item that can foil it all, a small pocket watch from the clutches of the handsome hero, Victor. Now trapped in the 1940s and with communication systems down, the team tells her story as a sci-fi radio adventure in hopes of being rescued and saving the world, this is the Time Travelers Radio Show. Today's adventure, the conclusion of our epic two part season finale, The Time Labyrinth. One thing our listeners should always remember to take time for is excellent oral hygiene. Today's episode is sponsored by Dentadent, the new patent pending enamel protecting toothpaste. And now, on with the show. After being attacked by terrifying time anomalies and rescued by a guy named Kevin from Canada, our heroes are now faced with a new reality. They've been tricked. <laughs> and they're in desperate need of help.
2: Arthur, hand me that blaster.
3: Alex, calm down. I'm sure John's fine. You
2: don't know that. I'm going out there. And
3: doing what exactly? Get attacked by some time anomaly or even by a minute's fart? Alex, Jess is right. We need more time to analyze. There
2: is no time. Look... Victor tricked us, all right? He lured us into a trap and then separated us from our captain. He's about to win. We have to act.
3: I agree, but let's make a plan first. Alex, even if we can find John, how are we supposed to get to him? The labyrinth keeps changing, and then there's this Minotaur to consider, and...
4: Good, Navy. Oh, so very good. Dimitri. Dimitri. Mm, just checking in. How goes the
2: maze?
5: <laughs>
2: Where's my father, Dimitri? Is he safe?
5: Oh, Dimitri, never tell. <laughs> tell us what we want to know or you won't like what we do with Ruben. You wouldn't like him when he's angry.
4: Mmm, space-time poultry.
2: Dimitri's favorite. <laughs> Fine. If you won't play ball with us, Dimitri, we won't play ball with you. We're Done? Done? Yeah, deal's off. We're done looking for your item. If Victor wants the watch this badly, he can have it. What? What? Guys, relax. I got this. Do you? Listen, better that we all get out of here alive and Victor gets the watch, than all of us ending up dead. Even if Victor does get it, there are still things we can do. It's either that, or you start answering our questions, Dimitri. We know how much you want your item, so either that, or you need to help us.
0: Listen, Alex, you can't reason with them. Kevin, is that you? You're still hanging around. (laughs) And I will be until I see Amelia safely home. Ah, the
4: noble Canadian, so loyal, so true. Tell me, when was the last time you actually saw Amelia?
2: (laughs) Well, Dimitri?
4: Oh, if it was in Dimitri's power, Dimitri let you go. But Dimitri not permitted. How did you put it once, Prince Alex? The only way out is through. (laughs) What do you mean? Those are rules. Once you enter Labyrinth, the Labyrinth you must complete. If not completed Labyrinth, the Labyrinth eats you whole. (laughs) What? You never told us that. Was that not mentioned? Oh, forgetful old Dimitri.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But that's not fair. The labyrinth is impossible to complete. Coming in here is like a death sentence, then. Not
4: impossible, just improbable (laughs) for you. (laughs) We had a deal, Dimitri. Our deal was that if you finish, then you get your item in exchange for Dimitri's.
3: So that was it, then? You never had any intention of letting us win. You just wanted us trapped here. You and Victor. Ding, 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 ding. Excellent,
4: Navy. Oh, so very clever.
3: How long have you two been planning this? Dimitri already tell
4: you. Victor and I go way back to ancient China. (laughs) Victor came to Dimitri with nothing to offer but you and the war. So we strike a deal. Victor retrieves Dimitri's item from Labyrinth and Dimitri steals watch for Victor and then both win by trapping you in
5: maze.
2: (laughs) I don't understand. Why do you hate
3: us? What did we ever do to you? Much. And what about Victor? He could fail too.
4: Oh, Dimitri,
3: always have backup plans.
4: What was that? Uh, Dimitri simply applying pressure to Victor and to watch with a hammer. For every moment, Dimitri not in possession of his item, Dimitri apply a little more pressure to
3: watch, thus putting its, uh,
4: wholeness in jeopardy space-time does not like this, does it, Navy? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dimitri, please, you don't understand what you're doing. You're going to shatter time. Oh,
4: Dimitri know exactly what he do. But what is the labyrinth made of?
3: Um, time. Gold
4: star! For every little break of time, Dimitri ring his bell. Dimitri will his item. Whether Victor retrieves it or whether Dimitri breaks the prison that holds it. One way or another, Dimitri His item
2: will be his. We're going to get out of here, Dimitri. Then, we're coming for you. You and Victor.
4: (laughs) Oh, Dimitri would be inclined to believe you. If only time were on your side!
2: (laughs) Dimitri! Guys, what do we do? I
3: don't know. Let's look at our options one more time. Ugh, what's the point? The point is that our very reality is at stake. If we don't do something, we could all cease to exist.
2: Okay, so fine. Either A, we go out there and try and solve the puzzles and advance through the labyrinth. But
3: if we do, we're liable to make mistakes. Thus, rewriting time, making the maze harder to solve, thereby creating evil anomalies, and getting quartered and eaten by a minute tar. Or B.
2: We stay here and get eaten by a minute tar anyway, and Victor still wins.
3: No, there there has to be another option. Navy, can we do anything to even the playing field? Why is all of this happening? (sighs) Your guess is as good as mine, but I think it has to do with this being a shadow world. Dimitri seems to be ringing his bell when time changes, and that's happening due to cracks in space-time. All of which is happening more frequently now. Back on Earth, the changes might be small, but in this world where time echoes and rebounds, the consequences are disastrous. Here, the timeline skews greatly at small signs of trouble. The only difference between a benevolent Queen Victoria and an evil one here is one lost handkerchief. Basically what we're seeing is the worst case scenario for changes to time. And what's worse is that if it happens here as opposed to the real world, the cracks in time will be bigger and echo through to our world. So if we make a mistake here, it could have disastrous consequences on Earth. And because time loops back on itself here, it'll just keep compounding, making it harder and harder to advance in the maze due to changes in time and historical figures who are trying to kill us.
5: Man, that was a lot better than my best guess.
3: We really are trapped,
5: aren't we?
0: It's not so bad, eh? You get used to it. There's plenty of room in my bunker, and I've got enough canned beans to make it through a new ice age. Guys, I'm sorry.
2: I know I'm supposed to be in charge right now, but I just don't know what to do. I mean, if only my dad were... If only our captain were here, he'd know what to do. I'm not sure there's a good way out of this one.
5: Well, not with that attitude. Arthur? I can't believe what I'm hearing. Come on, guys. We've been in tougher situations before.
2: Uh, No, Arthur. I really don't think we have.
5: Nonsense. What about that time that you did an epic battle with Dimitri in the bowels of our time ship? All by yourself!
2: Arthur, Dimitri kicked my butt. You were the one that found me, remember? Lying on the floor, unconscious. You also landed on me.
5: Okay, bad example. But, just, what about that time you and Navy rescued me from the Tower of London? Yeah, Arthur, but you weren't actually in danger, so was it really a rescue? Okay, whatever. My point being, every time this team is down and out, we find a way. We always find a way because we do it together. Navy's the brains. Alex's leadership and charisma. Jessica is the bold, adventuring one, and I'm the bumbling but lovable one. And let's not forget, Reuben, the magic space chicken. <laughs> Together, we're the Fellowship of the Watch, and there's nothing we can accomplish. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. I'll be here all day or eternity.
3: We'll see. Wow, Arthur, I actually kind of feel better. Kevin. Kevin, are you crying?
0: Sorry. I've just been in this maze so long, and that was beautiful.
3: Ah, uh, There, there. Kevin, do you know how to get to the center and solve it?
0: I, I don't. We need Amelia. She knows this place better than anyone. Okay, but we still need to find her and my dad and
2: then get to the center before Victor. And not get eaten or killed by a minute tar.
0: That's a tall order. There might be a way. Really? So this labyrinth spans all over time and space, eh? But it doesn't go in a straight line, you follow? It's like time has been chopped up and then put back together all higgly-piggly.
3: In less than technical terms, yes. But Amelia...
0: She figured out that you could still follow the original path of time if you could find the threads that connected each timeline.
3: So what you're saying is... There could be shortcuts through the maze! How can we even go about finding them? Well... We've been sitting over one this entire time? Why didn't you mention that?
0: Well, there's never a guarantee that you won't get more lost than you were before.
5: But it does make for a quick getaway in a pinch. So to find John, we have to go down a creepy, dark hole in the ground? How would it work? In theory, all we'd
0: have to do is find the beginning of your friend's timeline and keep taking the shortcuts until we found him. Same for Amelia or finding the center.
3: Kevin, you're a genius!
0: Oh, (laughs) it's Amelia, not me. The only problem is, we'd need a way to navigate them. That's the tricky part, or we could get even more lost than we are now.
3: I actually might have an idea. Kevin... Do you have a radio by chance?
2: Are you sure this is going to work, Navy? Do
3: you have a better idea?
2: Well, no, I mean, it's. Then, just, yes, it's...
3: it's going to work. Our comms don't work here, and neither do our scanners, so using a ham radio is going to be our best bet.
0: Where'd you get the ham radio from, Kevin? From the 1920s. But how is it going to help us find Amelia?
3: Radio is actually the best medium for intertime communication. Radio signals echo out over time and space for, well, forever. So on a world like this, where time becomes a physical thing, we can use the radio to find John and Amelia. Precisely.
0: Huh. So instead of picking up radio signals...
3: Well, it's still picking up radio signals. It's just acting like bat sonar to bounce off John and Amelia's time signatures. We won't be able to talk to them, but it will act like a homing beacon.
5: Mosier, that's cool. I know, right?
0: (laughs) What's on second? I don't know it's on third. That's what I want to find
4: out.
6: And the Mercury Theater on the Air in the War of the
5: Worlds. Man, I love radio. Me too. There used to be so many good radio programs out there. I wish there were more of that today. I know. Right.
7: No,
3: you unhand me.
0: That's her. Is she in danger?
3: Sounds more like the other way around.
0: Please, I am a lover, not a fighter. I would
2: not hurt the fly. You ready
3: to prove that?
2: Sounds like she can take care of herself.
3: I like her. Please,
0: I will tell you everything.
5: Wait, we know that voice.
3: There was Francisco! He's got a location! Yes. yes! Can we find John? Let's see.
5: Is that him? It sounds like him. Do we have a location?
3: No. It's coming from in between stations.
5: Well, what does that
2: mean? <laughs>
3: What happened? Where did he go? I'm not sure. It's, It's just disappeared. Well,
2: we can still find him, right?
3: Alex, I couldn't get an exact location. The only way for this to work is if I can detect a timeline to follow. But without that... Well, what about the watch? John's timeline is super interconnected with the watch, right? Couldn't we track the watch's timeline and follow it to find him? Theoretically, that might work.
8: Okay,
2: so two missions. We use these tunnels and the radio to get around Victor and Dimitri's trap, but we're going to have to split up. You guys go find Amelia. If she really can help us win the maze before Victor, she is our top priority. Find her, and find her fast. And then get to the center of the maze and solve the final time anomaly. What are you going to do? I'm going to find my dad.
3: Alone? Yeah, right. Alex, you follow the Watch's timeline. You're going to be heading right into what happened between John and Victor. And that won't be a nice place to be. It's going to be dangerous.
2: Exactly! So I'm not going to be putting any of you in danger. I I shouldn't be long.
3: Now, Alex, what did we
5: say? We can do anything if we... Uh, uh, what was it? Work together!
3: Yeah, I'm going with you.
2: No, Jess, I'm serious. There's
3: no way I'm letting you go alone. You don't have to do everything on your own to prove you're some gallant hero type. It's not
2: that. I just... I just... I feel like it's my fault. Whatever happened to him, okay? I, I should have never let him go alone.
3: And that's why we can't let you go alone either.
0: <laughs> oh, man. You guys all just... You guys all just love each other. Um,
2: right. Thank you, Jess. All right, team. Navy, take Arthur and Kevin and find Amelia. Jess and I will rescue my dad and then come meet. Let's do this.
3: Hmm. Kevin, are you still crying?
0: (laughs) Uh, Not me this time, eh?
3: Kevin was right. That was just
4: beautiful. I wonder if time anomalies feel the same way. Oh, Vicky!
8: Off with their heads!
4: Go into the tunnel now!
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so, having outrun the evil time anomalies, our heroes split up and begin to intrepidly move down the corridors of time, deeply unaware of the dangers that lie ahead.
5: It sure is dark and spooky in this secret tunnel leading through a cursed time maze. Right? Just between you and me, I've always been
0: a bit scared of the dark.
5: Hey, me too. Are we getting close, Navy?
3: Uh-huh.
0: How'd you get my radio packed up like that?
3: It's not your radio. We have a magic chicken. And he works best in
7: silence.
5: Right, right. Silence. Silence. So I've been thinking. <laughs> this whole labyrinth is made out of time, right? So does that mean we're walking on time?
3: Um, yes, I guess
5: it would. What's your point? Do you think it's possible that people could feel it? Like, are we walking on their heads?
0: Oh, that's a good point, eh?
5: I'm not sure it works that way, Arthur. Or wait, imagine this. You're just walking along and you step wrong, and boom! Oh no, you just erased the invention of non fat Gary. Or, or wait, you're walking along, and boom! No more sliced bread! Oh no, not sliced bread, eh?
3: Can you two please just focus? I can't hear myself think!
5: Sorry, Navy! <laughs> so, Amelia, the time adventurer, you say? Uh, yeah, uh, mostly
0: she explores space time artifacts like Dimitri's item. Interesting.
5: So, speaking of <clears throat> items, Are you and her like, uh, you know... What? An item! Oh! I wish, eh? I'd never know how to tell her, even if I had feelings. (laughs) Oh, you don't have to pretend. I can tell. Don't worry. Arthur just happens to know everything there is to know about women.
3: No, you don't!
5: Just stick with me and we'll figure it out. You're a real pal, Arthur. You know that, eh?
3: Guys, shush! What is it, Navy? I'm not sure. The signal is going crazy. The dial is just, it's just spinning.
0: What does that mean? I'm not sure. Do you think we're here?
3: It could.
0: Why don't we go up and take a look?
3: I'm not sure. That's such a good idea. But what if Amelia is up there
0: waiting? Oh, we should head up.
3: All right, real quick. But if not, right back down. Oh, it's a swamp? Oh, it is a swamp. (laughs) (laughs) Amelia! Arthur! Arthur! Voice down. We don't know what's out there. This
0: place gives me the creeps, eh?
3: All right. We've had our fun. Let's go. We'll see if I can get the radio
4: greetings, to... my friends.
3: Jimmy yeah. Hosers. Stay where you are. Don't come any closer. Do not fear
4: I am, friend. Here to help, am I?
3: Who are you?
4: I am the mystical time sage. It is my sworn duty to aid all those to come safely to their destination in the labyrinth. I know what you seek, and we'll
0: guide you there.
3: Um, we're good. I think I'll just head back down our hole, and... Guys, the trap door! It's gone!
0: What? That's impossible! Oh...
4: (laughs) Navy! Always so quick to observe!
7: Oh, no. Dimitri
4: was going to surprise his friends, but instead, Dimitri finish you here. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, Dimitri! Hello? Is somebody there? You. You are not permitted here.
8: The same could be said for you. You no, away oh. Good to see you too, Dimitri.
5: Oh, oh, we're not dead. We're
0: We're not dead. There's no Canadian saying, you meet two strangers in the wood, one will do you harm and the other kind. Thank you, kind stranger.
3: I'm certain that's not a Canadian saying. Are you all right? Um yes, stranger who would just save us from Dimitri. Uh, thank you. Listen,
8: things have changed. Dimitri grows bolder. He's beginning to find ways into the maze through the cracks he's creating. Time sits on a razor's edge. You must follow me. And
3: just who are you, exactly?
8: A friend. Okay, no offense, but that's exactly what the Time Sage just told us. So... I'm an enemy of Dimitri's, then. And that means our interests align. What do you see? My friend Amelia. We're trying to find her. I can take you to her, but we must Hurry.
5: The trapdoor is back. Do we follow him? How do we know we can trust him?
3: There's something about him. He
5: is very enigmatic in that super cool cloak.
3: It's not that. There's something about him. Yes, we follow. So, uh,
5: Mr. Enigmatic Cloak Man, come here often? To the Time Labyrinth, I mean. Why? It seems like you come here often, eh? It's a little bet me and my friend have going. You just seem to have an excellent knowledge of the layout of a cursed time maze.
8: I'm familiar with it, yes.
5: That's all we're getting? Okay, I thought we were just going to get a huge fox story.
8: This is where I leave you. Up this shaft, you'll find what you seek. So Amelia's up there? How do you know her? I'm afraid I cannot reveal that. It is better that way for all interested parties.
3: Would you be willing to come with us and help?
8: afraid our paths must diverge here.
3: How can we ever thank you?
8: Do what you came here to do. And do not fail. The universe will thank you for that. And make haste. We may already be too late.
5: Goodbye! Man, I have got to get me a cloak like that. (laughs) Looks like the radio is working again.
3: Oh my. If this reading is correct, he brought us to the center of the maze. The The Minotaur! So what do we need to be prepared for, Kevin?
0: you need to understand that at the center of the maze is a cold, desolate landscape, where joy is stolen and the Minotaur reigns supreme. We cannot be seen by it, okay?
3: Okay. Okay.
5: Well, there's nothing we can't do together. Ruben, sword and shield, please.
3: (laughs) All right, let's do this.
5: Oh, this isn't so bad.
3: A cold, barren landscape. This is an open air market with thousands and thousands of people.
5: Are we in the
0: wrong place? No, this is it. There's the final puzzle. That big
3: cube thing in the distance. And why are all these people here? Something's wrong. <laughs> No, where did you
1: come from? Are you going to buy a calzone or no?
3: No, I want you to tell me what's going on.
1: If you're not going to buy a calzone, I'm going ask you to move along.
5: Extra, extra.
1: Read all about it. Time floods
3: the earth. Extra. Hey, kid, let me see one of those papers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cool your jets there, lady. That'll be 25 cents. I don't have any money. No money? No paper. Please, at least tell me what's going on here.
8: The blind time has no boundaries. It's all melting into what?
3: Where you been? Uh, A hole in the ground. Yeesh. But why are there so many people? The Minotaur's gone. They can come and go as they please. I mean, what?
8: If I give you a paper, will you stop asking questions? Yes. Then here,
3: take
2: it. Extra, extra. Read all about it. The future is now, the past is when, time has no meaning.
5: Oh, no. Finally, where have you two been? Navy, have you seen all of these cool booths? We picked up turkey legs in the Middle Ages, cotton candy from the 1950s, and this necklace. It's from a mummy's tomb. (laughs) Oh, man, this is all so great.
3: No, this is bad. All of this is very bad. Why? What we feared is happening. Boundaries are disintegrating and time is becoming one. All of these people interacting with one another from different times. Time is literally sitting at a razor's edge right now. And then they all come here to sell stuff!
5: Well, that's capitalism for you.
3: <laughs>
5: but I don't understand.
0: The Minotaur should have been driving people away from here.
3: Well, according to that kid, the Minotaur has disappeared.
0: Disappeared? That's impossible.
3: Guys, we may not have time to wait for Amelia and the others. We need to fix this now. Time could be one more bad thing from just shattering entirely. What can we do? Take Reuben and see if you can get into the final puzzle. It's a space-time puzzle. He's a space-time chicken. Worth a shot. I'm on it.
0: (laughs) Holy hosers, what do you want me to do?
3: See if you can find Amelia? Our mysterious friend said she's here somewhere.
0: What are you going to do?
3: I am going to get rid of all these people. Hey, Calzone guy!
0: You again?
1: What do you want?
3: Who's in charge around here?
1: I, Giuseppe Rossi, I'm in charge. My family has run this town for generations. I am... No, who runs this market? The whole thing. Uh, That guy over there, uh, Genghis Khan.
3: Genghis Khan? Genghis Khan! We have to find... Navy,
0: what's going
1: on? We have a problem. Make way for Genghis
4: Khan. Arthur, so we meet again at last.
5: Hey, Mr. Khan. You know, last time I saw you...
4: The last time you saw me... You were sailing away on your vessel like a coward, afraid to face me like a real man.
5: Did I? Because I thought that- Your
4: sin haunts me to this day. I have awaited this moment.
5: Listen, listen, I didn't mean to steal your sheep. It was just a really big misunderstanding. Jiminy Hosers, Arthur stole Genghis Khan's sheep?
3: Kinda. We left him in charge of them and he decided playing hide and seek was a good idea with 1,500 head of sheep.
4: Oh, he's hosed, eh? But the greatest sin was your dishonor
5: in fleeing as you did. Flash Listen, Mr. Khan, I didn't mean to. We were just playing hide and seek. But then you flee, like a coward. A coward. You dishonor me with your lies.
4: You dishonor me with your deceit. You dishonor me with your hide
3: and seek. We have to help. Let us through. Our friend, please!
5: Ah! That is a big sword! Ruben, help!
7: Causing trouble around here again, Genghis? You
4: again? Enough of her meddling. Take her!
7: Uh Uh-huh. You remember what happened last time? I'm sure you don't want to deal with my time magic again, do you?
4: My men withdraw. Leave the dishonorable one to the sorceress and his chicken. You win this round.
7: The rest of you must return to your timelines now. Uh, Excuse me, sir, are you all right? Oh, man, I owe you my life. You totally saved me. What's your name? Arthur! Wow, what a small world. That's my name, too. No, sorry, I mean, you're Arthur, right?
5: Yes. And you
3: are. Thank you so much for saving our friend. Navy? Um,
7: yes. I'm a huge fan of your work. Arthur, your theories on time mechanics are fascinating. And Navy, your writings on the War of the Watch have majorly influenced my travels.
5: Wait. Blonde hair, Indiana Jones hat, coat, and whip. Oh my goodness, you're...
0: <clears throat> Hi, Amelia.
7: Kevin! Oh my goodness, what are you doing here?
0: Well, I, uh, I came to rescue you.
7: Oh, you did? That is so sweet. I can't believe you would do that for me.
0: Oh, well, it's been nothing. But you didn't
7: need to. I'm fine. Totally good. But you know what? I'm really glad you're here. You are? I am. Here's my map bag and side satchel. I'll need you to carry these for me, okay? Wait, Amelia, what is going on here? The center of the maze is a natural nexus point in time. But now that time is cracking and ever since the Minotaur disappeared, people have been gathering here. I know it's bad. That's why I'm very happy to see you two. Uh, Let's get going. We have a lot of work to do. What are we doing, exactly? (laughs) Saving the world, of course. Uh, Where is John? Or Alex? I need to speak with one of them, preferably John. That's a bit of a long story right now. Shh. Don't say another word. Dimitri's eyes and ears are everywhere. We'll go to my hideout. We'll be safe there. Follow me. Hey, wait. I thought you guys
5: were like... you know... Mm.
0: Not exactly. I'm sort of
5: her assistant. Ah, gotcha. Well, don't worry. Your old pal Arthur's gonna help you out. Just remember, the key is to act disinterested. Uh, d- d- disinterested? Yeah, women can't get enough of it. Just act disinterested long enough, and you'll have her in no time.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat>
2: Arthur, are we ready to do the commercial for this product that Navy found? Ready as we'll ever be. Where's Navy? I think she's coming. Have you tried it yet? I have not. Well, here's to hoping it's better than Little Giants, but I'm not so sure.
5: Don't let Navy hear you say that. She's really excited about this one. Oh, oh, here she comes.
3: Okay, are we ready to do this? I am really excited about this product. It's actually something that will help people.
2: Uh, Yep, yep, absolutely. Let's do this thing. Arthur?
3: Right.
5: And now it's time for a brief word from our brand new sponsor, Dentident, the enamel defense company. Here with a new product that will revolutionize your oral care experience.
2: Are your teeth dull and lifeless? Do your pearls not shine the way they used to? Are you sick and sad of not being able to smile because of unsightly oral care? Well, never fear, because Dentident is here to say no, no more.
3: more.
2: Introducing Dentident a revolutionary new enamel-protecting toothpaste that is sure to change the way you smile. Don't believe us? Just listen to these actual dent dent customers.
3: Ever since I started using dent dent my teeth are always the topic of conversation. Navy, how do your teeth always look so good?
2: Ever since I started using dent dent the shine that comes off my pearly whites is almost blinding.
3: Hey, Alex, nice teeth.
2: Hey, Jess, thanks.
5: <laughs> Oh <laughs> let's not forget that wonderful taste. Hey, it actually tastes pretty good. I, I Hey,
3: wait a second.
2: Wait, what's wrong? Oh, it's
3: stuck. I can't I can't move the brush. It's like there's concrete in my mouth. What? I, I can't understand I'm, you. There's concrete in my mouth. What? It in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh! Stuck. Gotcha. What? No, it can't be. Let me see. Just say Mmm. Uh. This doesn't make any sense! This was supposed to be a good product!
5: Well, let's read the label here. Ingredients uh, Carbona wax, dental cement. Wow, these people really take enamel care seriously.
2: Uh, uh, th- that's right, folks! Dent-a-dent! Because your enamel can't rot if it's encased in. cement.
3: Mm-hmm. <sighs> Come on, Jess, let's get you taken care of. Yeah, not as easy as it looks, huh?
8: You don't know like.
5: Folks, here at the Time Traveler's Radio Show, we're undergoing a bit of a
3: (laughs) transition
5: with sponsorship. We appreciate your patience and ask that if anyone knows of anyone, in the twenty first century, preferably, that might be interested in sponsoring our show. to please contact us at Time TravelersRadio at gmail.com with details. Seriously, once again, potential sponsors, please contact us at Time TravelersRadio, all one word at gmail.com. It's okay, Jess,
3: just find down. Oh no! Like, don't find down. Don't bite down.
5: Um, a special <laughs> thanks to our sponsor, Denty Dent. And now back to our feature presentation here at WPNR, the Time Travelers Radio. Show the time labyrinth part two. Ah! (laughs) Wow, Amelia, nice digs you got here.
7: Thank you. Yeah, I,
3: uh, I like the bear skin rugs. And
5: the general Indiana Jones vibe.
3: I
7: love those movies.
3: No way! Is that a Lockheed electric propeller you have above the mantle? That's like Amelia Earhart's plane. <laughs> that it is. Excellent eye, Navy. Well, I only know because Jessica talks about it constantly. Amelia Earhart is her idol. Mine too. I was
7: actually named for her.
5: So Kevin told us you came here to study Dimitri?
7: why would anyone study dimitri well my father was a time traveler when i was little he would regale me with stories of his adventures in time especially with time walkers but why dimitri out of all the time walkers you could have chosen it's kind of a family thing but let me show you something so dimitri is a special case he's known as the mad time walker all time walkers are a little crazy by nature but dimitri ...was apparently too much for even his own people. They imprisoned him here in this labyrinth. This is a prison.
5: That definitely checks out, eh? Not much of a prison, though.
7: He did board our
5: ship and steal the watch from us.
7: It's not a prison like you or I would think of. A prison for a Time Walker is anything that limits their ability to travel in time. So, instead of holding him here physically... They hold his ability to move through time. Exactly. Well, how do they do that? His item! Exactly! For years it's been a mystery how time walkers time travel, but I think Dimitri's obsession with recovering his item tells us everything we need to know. They use a token. A token? A small, innocuous little item that has significance somewhere else in space and time. They pluck it out of its timeline, thereby creating a paradox. They then use the resistance from the paradox energy to kind of catapult themselves through time. This is a lot to take in. So if we get to the end and we give Dimitri his item... Then you unleash Dimitri fully on the world. I need to sit down. But isn't the item safe here? In theory, yes, but recent events have unfortunately invalidated its protection. The watch! When Victor stole the watch, he set in motion a series of events that he could never have dreamed of. Up until then, Dimitri's efforts to free himself had been fruitless. But now that he has the watch... He can use it to get out. ...as leverage against you or by breaking time. So what do we do? We solve the final puzzle before Victor and destroy Dimitri's item before he destroys the watch. That's why I'm here. To help you save time by destroying Dimitri's item.
3: Sounds simple enough. Yeah,
7: sounds simple. I understand what you must be thinking, but we have a secret weapon. Where is John? I really need to speak with him.
3: He split off to go with Victor when we first got here to keep an eye on him. We can't pick up his signal on our radio, and we're worried. Alex and Jessica went
7: looking for him. Oh, no, this is really bad news. Why? Why do you need John? I'm growing increasingly convinced that all of this, the watch, Dimitri, his item, Victor, John's family, are all interconnected. Why? Because Victor hasn't solved the maze yet. What does that have to do with anything?
5: What was that? Uh, well... Muy buenas
7: Francisco I found him at the final puzzle He was beating a rock against it to get in Not sure why he thought a rock would work
5: You look a little tied up there, Francisco Please, you must help me I am, how you say,
0: being held against my will By this woman
7: It's been hard to get a straight answer out of him The scans I took are very strange. Uh, That's because he comes as part of a
3: matched set. When Victor and John had their initial schism, our crewmate Frank was the only one to go with Victor. When the watch was sent into the vortex, Victor sent Frank diving in after it. That can be fatal. Or weird. He had a rope tied around his waist, and when Victor pulled him out, not only one came out, but three, each from a different reality. So why is it significant that Victor hasn't solved the maze yet?
0: Uh, I do not know.
7: Am I going to have to threaten to shave those eyebrows off again?
3: <laughs> no,
0: please. They are my best feature. I, 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 All right, you monsters. I'll talk. Victor could not solve the final puzzle without John. He was forced to go and find him.
3: But John was with you guys. What did you do with him?
0: I do not know. I wasn't there.
3: Amelia, can I see those clippers? No, no, please. I, I... I know nothing. Then where did Victor go to find John?
0: Their past. Their shared past. Is that it? Yes.
3: Does that mean... Victor is heading for the watch's timeline, too. Right for Alex and Jessica. Uh, Can we signal them? Reuben, ham radio, please. Uh
7: Nothing. We have to find them. So here we are again,
5: in a spooky, dark tunnel. Why is it always a dark and spooky tunnel? <laughs> Navy, where's Amelia?
3: She went on ahead to see which way.
5: Ooh, Kevin! <laughs> Kevin! What? That was your chance, man!
0: N- now's my chance for what? To tell Amelia how you
3: feel. <laughs> what?
0: Right now?
5: Like when she gets back? Yeah, why
0: not?
3: Circumstances really best for something like that, Arthur.
5: Well, we are on a rescue mission. Show her how brave you are. But, but, but,
0: what if she doesn't feel the same? Acting disinterested didn't work. I hardly said
5: anything last scene. But don't worry, Arthur's gonna walk you through it. First, find a way to feel confident. Look at me. I'm the proud parent to a magic chicken. That gives me tons of confidence.
3: Then. Yeah. Let, okay. Let's not do that. <sighs> Listen, Kevin. I may not be the best one to talk about this either, but. Amelia seems pretty great. I wouldn't worry about it. Just be honest.
5: I know, but I just get so anxious. What if she doesn't feel the same way? We're about to have a showdown with our sworn arch nemesis in a cursed time labyrinth. What do you guys have to lose? Guys! (laughs) I'm
7: sorry. I found it. It's going to be a bit of a gallery view, but anyway, follow me. Okay, this is it.
3: Wow!
7: It's dark. Amelia, what did you mean by gallery view? So the events surrounding the watch are fixed points in time. So we won't be able to interact with them like we would other parts of the maze. We'll only be able to watch them. Oh, okay. From these. You've got to be kidding me.
5: This...
3: this is... Amazing! uh, It's an amusement park ride! We have to ride through the timeline in... in... in these little cars? I'm
7: afraid so. Since we're in Dimitri's labyrinth, it manifests according to his personality.
0: (laughs) Oh, I don't think it'll be that bad. No, it won't.
5: No, it won't. Come on, guys. See, this car over here looks like a watch, and... Oh, this one has Dimitri's face on it. Call it, oh, as if that guy couldn't get any creepier. Here, maybe, sit with me and Ruben in this one, Kevin. You can sit behind us with Amelia
3: Arthur. Welcome
5: to the Timeline of the Watch, the single greatest anomaly in the history of time and space. For your safety, please
2: keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Please remember, flash photography is not permitted. Thank you, and enjoy the ride. Bienvenidos a la cronología.
5: Here we go. Here
2: we go.
6: For Walk capacity. around here, on space. my own. But something! Yeah. There was something outside the I chance.
5: have never escaped the time from the window floor! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that was so much fun! Come on, Navy, put your hands in the air!
3: No, I am sobbing wet, and I do not want to put my hands in the air! Kevin, Amelia, you guys all right?
7: Oh my, that was unexpected. Indeed, eh? I guess I got a little jumpy back there. Sorry for holding on to you like that.
0: <laughs> oh, no, no problem, eh? Kevin? Yes, Amelia?
7: You can let go of me now.
0: Oh, uh,
5: sorry. <laughs> They're doing just fine.
7: Arthur, will you
3: please be serious?
5: Oh, come on, Navy. It's just a carnival ride.
3: Yeah, in Dimitri's fun house.
8: I wonder when the show is going to start. Gentlemen, time travel really is possible. If you would just look at my calculations here... I'm sorry, we're just not interested in that. But... Good day. Who was
4: that?
3: That was John's dad, Henry. What was happening? Henry was a scientist with a penchant for the fantastical. He loved movies like Back to the Future and anything about time travel. He obsessed over all of these, and even authors like Jules Verne. He just couldn't shake that there was a way to make time travel possible. He failed at every attempt and became a laughingstock among his peers. He almost gave up until September 21st, 2043. What happened September 21st, 2043? He discovered time travel. (gasps) It's the watch! Uh-huh, just watch. (laughs) See what I did there?
0: It was a good one, eh?
3: Thank you, Kevin. Whoa! He really ripped space-time a new one! Yep. And because of the rip Henry made in space-time, that never fully healed, portals into the vortex now open all over the world. That's why we travel in time. We're
7: continuing Henry's work of mapping the different portals.
3: Wow, that was amazing. Why
5: was that part all blurry? I wanted to see how he did it.
7: Henry never wanted anyone to be able to replicate what he did. He considered it too dangerous, so he censored his timeline. How would you... So how does
0: Victor figure into this?
7: Uh, Victor was John's best friend. He was part of the first time crew, and like family.
0: But why did he go bad, eh?
7: He developed a fundamental difference
3: of opinion on the purposes of time travel.
0: Well, what was it?
3: John's dad was always very clear about the purpose of time travel. To visit, to observe, to learn, and at times even to protect, but never ever to be used for personal gain. That's why he created his fundamental laws of time travel.
8: Rule number one, time travel is never to be used for personal gain. Rule number two, just... Don't mess anything up. Victor, on
3: the other hand, saw it as a tool. If it could be used to get gain, to have the advantage, to become the richest man on Earth, to rule, then why not? It was our right-as-time travelers, after all.
0: Moosers with biscuits? Wow!
3: He experimented in the village in China. He changed the timeline so he would rule. John was able to intervene, but not for long. Victor kept pushing and pushing the envelope with what was possible with time travel. Eventually, there was a small break in time, and Henry had had enough. Victor was expelled from the time crew and lost his ship. You'll be
1: sorry for this.
3: Years later, after Henry died, Victor stole the watch. Victor had returned to the fold on bequest of certain conditions, but something happened. A schism so deep between friends it splintered the space-time continuum.
0: What happened?
7: We should be coming up on that part now.
1: Oh, you loved her, is that right, John? You, who hold all things as being pure and fair when it comes to time travel, won't sacrifice for the woman you love? Victor,
6: you know the rules even better than me. We cannot use time travel for personal gain, no matter how much it hurts! How it hurts? You mean no matter who it hurts. Help! 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 I've looked at it every which way, Victor. There's nothing we can do that won't make it worse.
5: What was that?
3: That was John's wife, Robin. Alex's mom. Th- that doesn't make any sense, though. She died when Alex was
7: just a baby. She didn't die. At least, how we understand. I'm sorry,
5: what? Is she a ghost?
7: As a result of the schism, Victor laid a plan in motion. A plan to steal the watch and undo everything Henry had done. Removing it from the timeline, effectively rewriting history, and eliminating all obstacles in his quest to bend time to his will. But Victor never could have imagined what happened next.
0: It was blurred out. J- just like Henry.
7: The leading theory is that Victor did exactly what Henry did with the watch, whatever it was. And because time travel had come to depend on whatever he did, and because so much time had been touched by time travel, the continuum shattered with it removed. After that, the rest is history. In the struggle, the watch went into the vortex, and John and he went chasing after it, dragging all of you along with them.
3: Amelia, who are you? How do you know all this? I...
7: (gasps) What happened here? The, The timeline's been all ripped up. Victor's betrayal. I'm someone who is here to help, but Navy, Arthur, you have to listen to me. Things are about to get bad. Really bad. It'll be okay in the end if you just trust me, all right?
0: Stop. Hands above your heads.
5: Oh, they have an animatronic Frank, too! Arthur, oh, I don't think he's part of the ride. Oh.
0: Out of the car,
5: and hints above your heads. I think not. We not only have more people than you, we also have a magic time chicken. And what do you have again, Frank? Well... Uh... Oh, the Minotaur. Gotcha.
0: Keep walking. You're
7: not as charming as your counterpart.
0: That, Frank, is weak. Russia makes you strong.
7: Are you even
3: from Soviet Russia? Or is that just the implied historical impression made on you by the Vortex? Which is the theory that... Quiet! Keep moving.
7: Oh, touchy. Uh,
0: Where are you taking us? To the boss. He'll decide what to do with you.
3: Pretty slick, setting up your hideout inside the hollowed-out timeline of your sworn enemy. That explains where the Minotaur went. Frank, where are Alex and Jessica?
0: I said, keep walking.
3: And I asked what you did with my friends. Because I swear, if even a single... Hi, guys. Jessica, you're all right. And all tied up.
0: Francois, Oh, where, well, well. are coming, Frank. Ties them up. Make sure they can't get away.
5: Oh, where, well, well. are Gee, I'd really love to, but certain types of rope really make my wrists break out. Same, eh? No chance that it's all natural cotton, eh? Let's just all sit, shall
7: we? Oh,
0: good idea. Frank is no fun in these moods.
7: Hi, Jessica. I'm Amelia. Where is Alex? Victor has him.
0: He also wants to see you, pretty girl.
7: Don't worry, Jess. I'll take care of it.
0: In meantime, Francois. Take Arthur and find out if they have useful information for Boss. Make him talk.
7: Wait, what?
0: On your feet, Arthur. Right this way, my dear. Lead the way. How much longer
2: do I have to keep doing this?
1: Mm, Until I say so. I've been holding my hand against this wall for hours. Nothing is going to happen. Time doesn't technically exist here, so I'd say that's a bit of an exaggeration. Oh, come on, Victor. Just spill it. What's any of this have to do with me? A hunch. And this is proving your hunch? Me pressing my hand against a wall for an eternity? <laughs> Heavens, no. This was just me being mean. This is me proving my hunch. Watch it! Ah, yes. You do look like you have a touch of destiny about you, my dear. Please... Uh, go put your hand on that giant stone box for me.
7: What do you want, Victor? To be right
1: about my hunch. I'll do as I say so I don't have to stick my new pet on you.
2: Well, I'm sorry you're caught up in this. Amelia, I presume? Hi, Alex. Have
1: we met before?
7: Uh, I don't know how to answer that. Alex, listen, I have to let you know that...
1: Uh-uh. Listen to me, please. Place your hand on that wall... Oh, I just love when my hunches are correct. I just needed two sufficiently altruistic individuals to open that door. What are you talking about? Oh, surely you felt it, my boy. This labyrinth, your grandfather built it. Mr. Time Travel Is Not For Personal Gain required two individuals of sufficient selfless motives to open the final puzzle, like turning two keys. Oh, Henry, didactic till the very end. What? That run-in with the time walkers he had after his first few trips? They were going to put an end to his travels for good, unless... He helped them build this. Exactly. Turns out our poor friend Dimitri has every right to hold a grudge against you. Your grandpa imprisoned him here at their request. How do you know all of this? When I was young, I got curious as to where Henry kept sneaking off to. I stowed away on his ship one day, and we ended up here.
7: So that's how you found this place.
2: Well, what now? Apparently we're the key to all of this, so what's stopping us from just running off?
1: Oh, consider the fact that I've got a Minotaur I can sick on your friends. Also, if it helps, I'm willing to hold to our original agreement. Once Dimitri hands over the watch, every time traveler for himself, no holds barred. Fine. 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 Ah, yes, there it is, the family resemblance. Stubborn and heroic to the very end. Wait, family? Henry simply required two sufficiently altruistic people to open that door. Two sufficiently altruistic people from his family. He always did see your lot as the keepers of time travel.
2: Who did you say you were again? I didn't.
1: Well, I'm not one to spoil the big reveal. Let's go.
8: Move.
3: All right, now everyone try it. Three, two, one. Anything?
0: I think my rope got a little looser,
3: eh? It's no good. I can't get out. Me either. Oh, keep trying. Alex is going to need our help. We can't let Victor win. Uh, Did Victor give you any clue to his plan? None. Victor arrived at the timeline shortly after we did. He said he was looking for John, but that Alex would do. Oh no. I hope Arthur is all right. Quick, Francois is coming back.
5: Guys, guess who I found? Arthur! Arthur
3: you're okay. How did you get away? I'll tell
5: you everything,
3: but guess who rescued me? Arthur, this isn't the time for... Hello! (laughs) Over here, dearest. Are you kidding me?
0: Who are they?
3: Come give your aunties a hug. What are these two doing here? It's Ethel and Euphemia, the Cosmic
5: Grannies. Martin, were these the friends that you were telling us about? (laughs) They are. You, of course, remember Jennifer, though she actually goes by Navy. And this is Jessica and Kevin. He's the one with the uh, special friend I was telling you about. He's from Canada.
3: Canada. How exotic. Remind me Calgary in 1973. You see, Ricardo and I have... Stop. Stop! Aunt Ethel, Aunt Euphemia, what are you doing here? This place is dangerous. Well, our life coach suggested that we get out and see the world. Isn't that right, Euphemia? Indeed.
4: We've been traveling. Mine and Euphemia's Instapage has been
3: blowing up, as it were. Have you heard of the Instagram, (laughs) dearie? Yes, but you can't be here in the Time Labyrinth. Oh, nonsense. Euphemia and I have holidayed here several times. Isn't that
4: right, Euphemia? Indeed. You, You have? Oh, yes. A bit drafty, though, don't you think? Oh, yes. We've tried speaking to the management. Can't get anyone on the phone.
3: But we did leave a scathing review on TripAdvisor. There's there's a review for the time-labyrinth on TripAdvisor. Well, anyway, you all seem a bit tied up at the moment. Uh, we can come back another time. No, no. Oh, please, untie us. No, let me see. Where are my spectacles? Arthur, you helped too. Wow. What a timely solution to our problem. (laughs) Well, there you are. We must be off. We have a size at seven. Goodbye, dearest. Goodbye. Goodbye, I think.
5: Bye, (laughs) Aunt Ethel. Bye, Aunt Euphemia. All right, let's go. Okay. so there's good news and bad news. The good news is that I saw a door to the puzzle from where I was, and it's still open. What's the bad news? Victor still has the Minotaur, and they took our tasers away. What should we do? I think I've got a plan. Reuben, come with me.
1: Ah, yes, this looks right. I can see Henry's flair for the dramatic in this room. Can you see it, Alex?
2: Yeah, very Raiders of the Lost Ark. I get it. It was one of his favorite movies.
1: What are we even doing here? Why, what we've been doing this entire time. Finding the anomaly and restoring it to where it belongs. With Dimitri. As you can see, this room is filled with hundreds of items, some big, some small. Only one is Dimitri's. You must choose wisely. I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of choosing wrong. So I'm just supposed to choose. Uh, how? Use your intuition. And chop chop, your friends don't have forever before I send a minute ta back to check on them. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll start looking. Feel free to join in, my dear. Don't just skulk around in the background like you've got some clandestine mission. So, Amelia, when he said we were family,
2: did that mean, like, long-lost cousin, or strange estranged aunt, or...
7: Listen, I can't say, but I am here to help. Do you trust me?
2: Oddly enough, yes.
7: Good. Because I can't do this for you, but I can point you in the right direction.
2: Are you sure you can't tell me who you are? I mean, you look so familiar.
7: (laughs) Funny that. Listen, I'm here to destroy Dimitri's item in the fire over there. It's the only way to do it. Something Henry made. But we have to get the watch first, though. Got it?
2: Uh, okay. Roger that.
7: Just wait for my signal.
2: Wait. Do you know what I'm
1: looking for?
7: Something that doesn't belong.
1: How's it coming over there? I hear lots of talking, but not a lot of doing. That's annoying. (laughs) You could help us, you know. Afraid not. Whatever Henry's engineer here will most likely keep me from touching it. All right. Doesn't belong, doesn't
2: belong. Well, everything here is a priceless treasure except,
1: except this spoon? What? Oh, yes, I think so. A spoon? Really?
8: Mm Mm-hmm.
7: Now announce it.
1: All right, uh,
2: I, uh, I hereby declare this spoon to be Dimitri's item.
1: Well done. It looks like you've chosen right. Huh, yeah, it looks like I
2: did. Just out of curiosity, what would have happened if I made the wrong choice?
1: Oh, I think the word disembowelment paints a vivid picture. <laughs> what? But that's all behind us. Let's get this over with, shall we? Uh, hold on. I think I'm just going to give it to you. I'd hurry up and decide if I were you. I think our host is growing restless. Indeed. Dimitri.
2: Dimitri. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dimitri. I didn't see you there. Yes,
4: you remember. Dimitri likes sneaking. <laughs> Are you ready to make trade? Where's the watch? Ah, you mean this watch.
1: Ah, good to know it's safe. Alex, be a good lad now, hand over the spoon. And what if I don't? What if I just take this spoon and throw it in the fire over there? You forget our dear friend Dmitri is holding all of time and space hostage over the safe return of his spoon. Besides, if you do that, I can't give you what you really want. My friends will be fine, they're together. No, no. If you give me the key to what I want most, I'll give you the key to what you want most. The truth about your mother. My... my mother? What are you talking about? Your mother? Haven't you always wondered what actually happened to her? My mother died when I was little. I, I barely remember her. Did she? Or was it something else? Haven't you ever wondered why memories of her run from your mind like... Water in a cupped hand? Why your father never brings her up? No, I give that spoon to me and all the answers you could ever want will be yours.
7: I... Alex, no! Oh. Sorry, Alex. I didn't want to taste you.
1: I don't think so, my dear. Ah, hesitation so uncharacteristic of our young Alexander. I did say no holds barred once we found the watch, didn't I? Looks like now you'll never know what happened to your mother. Now, Dimitri, what do you say we bring our little arrangement to a close? I have recovered your item and forever entombed the progeny of your sworn enemy in your own prison. I've provided you what you want. Now you provide me with what I want. Ah,
4: yes.
1: That's it. Yes, that's it. Hand it over.
4: First, Dimitri is having his item back.
1: Then, Victor is having his. It occurs to me that I could be very clumsy with this. Uh, say, if I were to trip and, oh, I don't know, toss it into those flames like Alex said, I'm guessing that would be problematic for you, wouldn't it? Oh, <laughs> Victor, always so sneaky. Dimitri never liked
4: you. <laughs> Plus, you forget, you have Minotaur behind you. <laughs> At last, at long, long last, Dimitri is reunited with his spoon! (laughs) And now, with both watch and spoon, Dimitri will be unstoppable! Minotaur. Gone. Yes. Minotaur gone. That doesn't mean it didn't enjoy eating your father. You. (laughs) You. Oh, yes, Prince Alex. Yes, your father is gone. And I will ensure that you and all of Henry's progeny Suffer. Dimitri is going to leave you here to rot in this cell for eternity! Enjoy the stay!
5: size <laughs> sizes <Jazzicizes> at seven. <laughs> we don't think so, Dimitri. Alex! Amelia!
3: Stay where you are! Oh no! He got his item a spoon? Yes!
4: Dimitri has his spoon. And the watch, with his watch and spoon, all of time and space, is now Dimitri's. Dimitri is now unstoppable. <laughs> and you all will now pay the
5: price of your insolence. I can't help but notice your Minotaur is gone. Yes, Minotaur is heart of Dimitri.
4: It was released when Henry stole Dimitri's spoon. Now Dimitri has spoon. Minotaur no longer needed. Dimitri
5: whole in mind and soul. I'm actually quite erudite. Well, it's a shame your Minotaur is gone. He could have played with ours. Reuben, Minotaur, please. (laughs) What's this? Impossible! Mm. Stick him, Reuben! (laughs) Oh! My spoon!
3: I got it, Amelia, catch! What? Uh, Oh! (laughs) Real Minotaur, real Minotaur! After her, my
5: monster! Reuben, stop the Minotaur!
4: Watch with hammer. No.
7: no can't. Oh. Kevin, get out of here.
0: No, I love you, Robin, Amelia.
7: Kevin, no. Oh. Kevin, he sacrificed himself. Stop, Dmitri. Leave them alone, or I'll toss your spoon into the fire. It's all over. Not so
4: fast. Forgetting you all are one important detail.
2: I have the watch. Do you? Or did you lose something?
4: What? Goodbye, Dimitri. No! No! I spoke no! No!
3: Whoa! He's gone.
8: We did it. We did it.
3: Kevin. Oh, Amelia, I'm so sorry. I know. Arthur, too. I. I never told him. Told me what. Yeah, told him what. Kevin, (laughs) you're all right. Arthur, nothing. I, um, I'm very glad you're all right. (laughs) Ruben, you're all right. You're a good chicken.
5: You're a good chicken.
3: Wait, where are all these people coming from? These must have been the Minotaur's victims. There are so many.
2: But where's my dad?
3: Alex. Uh, No,
2: no, it's okay. We'll find him, but first... We have a mission to complete. Let's get this watch home. And with that, we all exited the time labyrinth. We found our ship somehow in perfect working order, and were finally, finally able to put the watch back where it belonged, in the top desk drawer in my grandpa Henry's study. Of course, that didn't mean we still didn't have loose ends. Well, now that the watch is back safely where it needs to be, I guess you two will be heading home. You sure we can't get you to stay and help us find my dad?
7: Oh, Alex, I wish we could, but this is where we have to part. Besides, it seems Kevin and I have lots of lost time to make up for.
0: Jiminy Hosers? Isn't that awesome?
7: (laughs) We can't thank you guys enough for your help.
0: Oh, it was nothing. You guys do the same for us.
3: We are a family, after all?
2: Yeah, about that. Kevin said your name was Robin Amelia. Robin was my mother's name.
3: And Amelia Earhart is, like, my favorite person ever.
1: So...
7: Well, we don't want to give away too much. You guys have so many great adventures ahead of you. Until our next meeting, we're rooting for you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah... Until our next meeting. Well... Don't uh... look
3: at me like that. What's wrong?
2: It's what I told you. What Victor said about my mom. I, I... I just... We'll
3: figure it out, I promise. Together. Hey, Alex. I think we got a problem. What is it? There's no one here. What do you mean? In the house, in the neighborhood, in the town. Everything seemed oddly still, so I have to scan and... And there's no one here, anywhere. R- what does that mean? I don't know, but I don't like it.
5: Where's the watch?
3: Just in the drawer in the study where you left it. I- Hurry.
5: Good job, Reuben, good job. Now say, God. Ga. Whoa, whoa, what's going on?
2: Grandpa? Grandpa?
4: Hello. Prince Alex. Dimitri! Dimitri! Didn't Dimitri say... If Item was not returned, that he would smash watch with hammer! <laughs> oh, oh
2: my head. Where am I?
6: Who who am I? Son! 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 What? Son! It's you! I, I can't believe it's you! Dad, Dad! It's you! Where have you been? Where are we? <laughs> the island of Crete! Greece! 72 BC! I've been here for five years! What? That was The Time Traveler's Radio Show! Episode 6, The Time Labyrinth, Part 2. The Time Traveler's Radio Show was a special production by WPNR at Radio City in New York and was recorded in front of a fake studio audience. A special thanks to our sponsors, Dent to Dent, the enamel-protecting toothpaste. Need more Time Traveler's Radio Show in your life? Well, never fear! The Time Traveler's Radio Show will be returning soon in season two! The Time Traveler's Radio Show was created by Cody Cutler and Jacob Ernest. This episode was written, produced, and directed by Cody Cutler, with Jacob Ernest as a creative consultant. It starred W. Benjamin Hyde as John, Adam Packard as Alex, Kelly Cook as Jessica and Ruben the Magic Chicken. Darcy Ramirez as Navy. Chris Rollins as Arthur. Dane Allred as Victor and the Italian. Jacob Baird as Dimitri the Time Sage and Genghis Khan. Matthew De La Fuente as Kevin, Frank, Francois and Francisco. Bryn Allred as Amelia, Jacob Ernest as Henry and the Stranger. Cassie Rindlesbacher as Ethel. Carrie Eichelberger as Euphemia. Bentley Reynolds as the paper boy, and Cody Cutler as the ride safety voice. Sound design was by Alec Jordan, and music by Richard Williams and Jerem Brown. Follow the Time Travelers Radio Show on Instagram and Twitter, or like us on Facebook. Thank you for listening, and as always, see you next time.
7: Oh my goodness, that was so much fun! Come on, Navy, put your hands in the air!